0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: yo nada said everything i could possibly say ask the niggas in your camp who's you hotter than j a d a k i two s's a true message y'all better wear a few vests lie pussies about to be dead dicks I pack guns that shoot the schools the red bricks and just because you might have seen me on the war show i'm still in the hood nigga getting the raw dough and later on the night i'ma be getting your hoe and i got more money so i'm copping more dough. everything i said i meant be y'all gonna tempt me to rob y'all spend your whole stash on my empties Why? yours truly can't do nothing to me i think your scarf I think you scarface but you ain't never seen the end of the movie i'm the type of nigga that'll take Five cakes, turn them into five acres faster than five Lakers. Lay back, get high, tote my gun around, throw a string on the ponies so I can tote my son around. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen, and we're live coming to you in the middle of the day. Yes, a very uh, special midday lunch edition of the Blackout Who Tips. Uh, podcast mm-hmm. okay i hope y'all ready for some oh uh, yeah fellas ladies, uh-huh fellas, mm-hmm. ladies, oh it's on it's on it's midday <laughs> it's midday radio podcast Yo, midday lunch mix getting you through that lunch traffic hour don't touch that dial it's got your j- j- jam on Five, it four, yes three, three, three.
0: Yeah.
1: That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Uh, uh-uh, just we started. get got some fucking fresh beef for you. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yo, here we go. All right, you can go ahead and start.
0: At the count of three, I want everybody in the place to be to make
1: some noise if you're down with me. One, two, three! Mm-hmm. Yep. you in know, a traffic jam. about to get you through it. Yes, bitch. Very violently, apparently. It's going to be a lot of violence happening in the traffic jam, it seems. Uh, apparently.
2: I hope you're on the safe side of town.
1: Oh, explosions are happening. <laughs> People are playing with Here we go. Here we go. All right, guys. We're going to have a lot of lot of stuff happening around here. <laughs> I know. Do your lunchtime
2: hour. Get mm-hmm. you do this lunchtime Amor. jam. Yeah, all
1: lunch, all up on your lunch. Amor. Mhm. Oh shit! Lasers and aliens <laughs> is gonna be here. We here to entertain
2: you. Mhm. So and so, instead of you talking to people, you could be listening to us while you standing in line.
0: Mhm. Ladies.
1: Ladies and fellas, I hope y'all ready. Oh, yes. All of them. The ladies and the fellas. And everything in between. mm mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to be doing that. Our... Stick them. Ha ha ha. Stick em. Yeah. On and, on and on. On and on. That's what we're doing. All lunch break. Okay. <laughs> yes. We are keeping you rocking on the ones and the, the fifteen.
2: Yes. Doing your lunch break hour. We know you only got an hour. But if you got that job where you got the, the time, the clock in, the eat time, we know you got a smooth 50 minutes. 50 minutes. Better clock back
1: in. That's the clock, saying. I know. Clock back, Call in. back in for you late. You mm-hmm. know you're getting the currents. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on. It's going to be... Oh, it's, it's going to be like... Know. Don't let your
2: coworkers know that you are partying on your lunch hour. Mm-hmm. You are partying with the black guy who tells. Mm-hmm. Yes!
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Horns is going off. I know. We take you to the Hotel Martinette in Brooklyn.
0: Where Bobby Millette
1: and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. And 1950s news broadcast <laughs> is happening. <laughs> really? That's how live we get at lunch, bitch. That's how live we get at
2: lunch. <laughs> y'all never seen. I know. With, with DJ, with, with DJ uh,
1: Rodimus Prime and say that again. Mm-hmm. Here for you. You never seen a lunch broadcast so live. That's why we only do it at night because y'all, <laughs> right. y'all can't handle this. Y'all can't handle this. It's too extreme. It's a 11 right, it's, sirens. It's, it's too much for you. It's too much. It's too mm-hmm. much.
2: Mm-mm. That's why you have to pay, pay for the remix like this. hmm <laughs> Behind the paintball. <laughs>
1: it's a black girl who tells remix, okay?
0: Remix!
1: Oh, yeah. He's remixing that podcast on you niggas. Mm-hmm. Y'all wasn't ready for this, was you? <laughs> you didn't know the bombs go. Gonna... Boom. <laughs> okay. Be clear, okay? <laughs> people keep on dying of how hard, hard this, this goes.
2: I know. You, you, you didn't know your, your lunch was going to be this hard. You just wanted to eat your pastrami sandwich and some fries. You didn't know you was going to get it hardcore while you dip them in that ranch. Mm-hmm. Call the ambulance to come pick you up. I know. You got your salad thinking you were eating healthy, but all of a sudden, we made it an unhealthy
1: salad. You dead now. It's a bomb. It's about to be a bombing raid of jokes, anecdotes, stories. We're going to have <laughs> personal reflections, bonds, racism,
0: <laughs>
2: fucking with black people. We're going to have LGBTQ news
1: Oh, you bitch-ass niggas. It's all here for you, wrapped up in your hour lunch mix. Remix that shit, nigga. The Black Gal Tips Remix. <laughs> and we're going to have Magical Fairies are going to be here, apparently. Yeah, Getting an extra man is going to be on the show, apparently. I don't know what that I, last I, one apparently was. Apparently, so you're you ready for Rod. Jamaicans will be here man. We're going to have the Jamaicans from Luke K. Season 2. <laughs> they will also be on the show. Tell them, i be Clyde.
0: a big <laughs> Yep, they going to be here.
1: You wouldn't read it for Rod
2: and Karen. Karen,
0: Karen.
2: You ready to remix this shit? Two. Let's remix it up for him. Boy. Boy.
1: Exactly. Anyway, this is the Blackout Tips. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, <laughs> and uh, a bunch of other places. Uh, just search the Blackout Tips. Leave us five-star reviews. Appreciate everybody takes time out to do that official webinar of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball A bullet ball extreme and you can find us um on itunes and stitch and leave us five star reviews because we appreciate the people that take the time out to do that um because honestly it keeps the show going and that's really what it's all about alright yes um alright also we do have a sponsor for today's show um let me see what song to play let's play this if even ass hey, love, you said you need someone to be there for you, to love you all night long. It's kind of funny, but that's right. Adam and Eve is here to do all the things that your man and/or woman, or but denied person, will not do. Okay, they're trying to help you spice things up in the bedroom and they're going to be backing up that promise like you will be backing up that
0: ass that's correct
1: ah! check this out go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50% off of almost any item when you put in code tbgwt at checkout but that's not it that's not all okay they also will give you the big o kit which is backed by popular command, uh, demand it includes their climax gel mini vibrator as well and in addition to that they give you free shipping. I mean, so essentially you get one item half off, it could be a new adult toy. You know, a lot of y'all, you know, it's the summertime. Y'all might want to get those nipple clamps out. I don't Come know what on. y'all into. You Come know. On. You might want to get sexy on your lunchtime break. Right. You might need to get some lube, you know what I'm saying? You might wanna uh get some condoms, you might wanna get uh butt plug, I don't know. Some walking around y'all might have to plug in all day with you just you and your man or your woman know that i don't know what the deal is with that but i'm not judging is my point Mm-mm. what i'm trying to do is help you get it half off code tbgwt at adamandeve.com don't forget you can get the big okay and free shipping and it's uh just tell them that we sent you okay guys enjoy it all right enjoy yourself all right you're only here for a little bit you might as well be getting your sexy, y'all. Come on. Every little <laughs> I'll
0: do this them for you. Yeah. I'll take you on a night cruise so on a yacht. Just can't, can't lose, we got a lot to look forward to. One, two, what, what you gonna
1: do? This nigga went from stealing somebody' girl to taking out on a yacht. It better be his. Probably just rented that yacht.
2: Ah, <laughs> you know we did mm-hmm. yacht dot com.
1: Got you leaving your man for one night of being treated right. Joe is a genius. Come on, a diabolical genius! All right, guys, all kinds of stuff in the news. Um, mm-hmm. Karen got her braces taken off. Yes, I don't know if she wants to talk about that. I do. Go ahead. I do.
2: This is something I want. To... It, it it has been an an uh, experience. Like I said, I announced yesterday I was getting my braces off i got you have
1: been getting you've been talking about your braces a lot Mm -hmm. on the show i Um, I think a lot of adults get braces and they want to hear about it
0: yeah but they're probably tired
1: of hearing about it the same way over and over which i can imagine is kind of boring and this is the lunchtime so can you remix this story please oh lord i
0: don't
1: know if i'm
2: well, I guess All right, now, I now you tell us about get, the, getting the braces taken off today? Remix. I mean, do I need to get crunk? I mean, I need to get I'm, my mind I'm just trying right. to I'm I just know. trying to
1: spice up the story.
2: I mean, I I, I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know it was going to be lit like this. And go. <laughs> and go. Now, now it's on me. Five, four, three, two, one. one. All right, go. Yes, y'all. I got my braces taken off. I know. A lot of y'all been going through this journey with me, and I thank you for everybody that's been going through this journey uh, with me because particularly as an adult, it's a little different than children uh, getting their braces. Uh, thank brace. you so
1: much, people out there. Y'all been ready. <laughs>
0: go ahead
2: apparently getting my off was very violent uh according to them sound effects <laughs> that's how they took them off i know <laughs> that's how they took them off it was like open up your mouth
1: that's how it happened <laughs> i know that's like open up your mouth
2: girl <laughs> but uh but anyway it, it it has been interesting it was a, a a really uh neat experience to get them off mm. um because I didn't think about it. When they uh, take them off, uh, first they take off the brackets, and then they have to get the glue off. Mm. And when they take off the brackets, it's much easier to get the metal ones off. Because when she did that, that shit just clipped off. Now, if you have the clip brackets, them shit, it, yeah, it was violent up in there. Them shits crumbled like a lollipop. She, they had to give me, like, shades to put across my eyes, because she... It, that shit, that shit, say pop, and little plastic pieces was falling everywhere. I was like, "What the fuck is
0: this?" Mm.
2: She was saying that for some reason, the uh, when you do the uh, plastic ones
1: and you pop them, that that's how that's getting it off.
2: Yeah, honey, them, like somebody said, them, them things was 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 popping like uh Snapple pop like you go, and they, honey, mm. they was everywhere. And, uh, and and it was funny though because I started. <laughs> And it sounded like uh like a snap crackle pop in my mouth so I started uh uh, uh laughing because I'm ten so I started uh laughing and giggling and I'm a drooler. so that did not that that didn't go well so she had to do a lot of sucking <laughs> what the no sucking <laughs> <laughs> I wish they had these sound effects when she was doing I'm the work. I'm just trying to help
1: the story out. It's no, no, no,
2: no. I wish she would have had the sound effects when she was doing the work. It'd have been way, way more entertaining. <laughs> It'd have been way more entertaining than what really happened. And, uh, uh, it was a fun experience. And the thing is, whenever they, uh, after they got the, uh, pieces off, they ha- I didn't realize they had to sand the glue off, or actually saw the glue off. Mm-hmm. So then you're sitting there all year. I am like, what the fuck is he doing? And are you talking about balance? That was a lot of balance in my mouth. As long as the ambulance didn't have to come get you. Nah, the MLS didn't have to come, at least not this time.
1: They was dropping bombs on your teeth. They might have
2: still been dropping bombs on my teeth. And uh after they did that they polished them and now they nice and pretty and straight and then mm-hmm. they had to put some little, I didn't realize that I'm going to get retainers, but they put some kind of permanent metal retainer behind your bottom teeth and your top teeth right around the
1: front. No, oh, that's where you got your braces, yeah. Huh? That, yeah, that's because those are the teeth that they, people see, and those are the ones you have the braces for.
2: Oh, but see, I didn't know they are going to do that. I thought they you were just going to get fixed for some retainers, and they were just going to, um...
1: I'm
0: listening. No problem. I'm, I'm just spicing it up. That's all.
1: Okay, go ahead. <laughs> gotta keep the people awake at lunch, Karen. Okay.
2: Oh yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I know some of y'all looked at y'all clock. Y'all only got thirty minutes left, so let me speed this story up. My bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize some of y'all probably looking at the time. Like, come on, get this story. Over. We can. I gotta get back. Mm-hmm. Uh, stick <laughs> Um. Stick 'em. Ha, ha ha Stick 'em. Come on. I, I like that i i, I wish we had this oh and uh i i, I uh a bit a white man by accident uh why yeah uh because because <laughs> he was doing the song and i didn't realize that uh did he call the police are you nah not this time not mm-hmm. this time not this time not this time but and he, he he, yeah and i didn't mean to he had gloves and stuff i didn't bite no skin or nothing like that my teeth were just too close together and i didn't realize that uh his uh finger was in the uh way and he did not taste like unseasoned chicken And so that's a good thing um uh yeah that's a good thing and i didn't realize whenever they uh put your permanent retainers in they to use like a glue did mm-hmm. they put there and uh they was like uh we don't want you to your tongue to touch it and i was like well i'm a drooler and my tongue does whatever the fuck it wants to do i had one of them i don't know roman tongues i don't know but when my tongue is free it just kind of floats and waves mm-hmm. and does its own chin around my mouth and uh she had to put a guard on it <laughs> like you're doing a kiss, she had to say, Bite on this ma'am. Oh, So your tongue. She was like, your tongue is a problem. (laughs) Cause it gots to stay dry so it can last. Cause you know, you get it wet, it won't last.
1: Mm. Hey! She had to remix it.
2: Yeah, she had to remix it for, for honey, for this out of control tongue that's doing my thing. And I know I ain't the only one that got a tongue like that. It happens at the dentist too. Like if you're doing something in my mouth and my tongue is just it could just roam free, honey, it go to the left, it go it just it won't stay still and I can't I don't know why. It's just like fuck it, I'm here and I'm it's the only time I can free I can freestyle it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. How you feel? Yep, how
1: you feel? With <laughs> I
2: actually feel good. I am glad that I got got 'em. It was worth every dime. Uh my teeth is straight. Uh, I had to get, uh, mostly y'all know I had to get a total of eight teeth removed prior to getting the work and stuff done. And so, uh, it's it's been a process. I was telling Roderick, um, after we, uh, uh, after I got him off, he was in the car. I was, you know, thinking about, like, what was my reasoning behind getting him in the first place. And I thought about it. I said, my reasoning behind it, uh, was more because of my mama. Mm. Because. What? i know right it's a twist a plot plot twist um because like i said my teeth wouldn't like jack jacked up i don't know if that makes sense like i didn't have any like on uh teeth growing on top of each other or teeth that was like crooked or anything like that uh when i was young was on like medicaid medicare and the thing is the only way they would pay for it, it had to be interfering with your speech and I was like, um, your teeth got to be really jacked up. I'm, I'm talking about like seriously jacked up for it to be in the film with your speech. Most people didn't did, did need braces. Uh, <clears throat> uh, they can talk normally. So that's stupid. They just didn't want to cover it. So it's been something that I always wanted as a, as a child. And so, um, it was one of those things where I thought about like, why was I getting it? I'm glad I, I got it. <clears throat> but I also can understand why, uh, people fall underneath the pressure to do things to their body you know because some people are very very ju- i still just started thinking some people are very very judgmental you know to people to get like butt surgeries and breast implants and all mm-hmm. this stuff uh when a lot of us actually fall underneath it for various different reasons because a lot of people wouldn't consider you know fixing your teeth as part of that you quote unquote doing it for vain reasons mm-hmm. um but you know for a lot of people you know it's just something that they just want to do for a variation of reasoning
1: hold up Wait. you know. Hey. now brother look you here he breaks <laughs> oh mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think it's interesting yeah. because when you uh talk about cosmetic stuff um everybody always you know talks about body positivity every time about loving yourself and all this shit but at the same time we make jokes and mock people for not looking the part, you know. Come on,
2: you can't have it both ways. And
1: nobody really thinks about their friends and the people that they say they love and all this shit uh, when they say that stuff. But everybody hears that stuff. It's like men who talk bad about women all the time but then go, I don't know why women think I hate them. But it's like, it's your words. You're telling us. You didn't come out and call me necessarily me a bitch. But, you know, it's like Snoop Dogg's argument. You know, like, well... When I'm rapping, I'm talking about bitches and hoes. So if you ain't a bitch or a hoe you shouldn't be offended. And it's a ridiculous thing to say now that we're older and we're like, but context, you're talking about women. You just use this placeholder for women, not a specific type of woman.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Um and you really can't get away with that as much anymore as far as saying it and then telling people you can't be offended. But Wrong. uh I think people do that with stuff like smiles, you know, like, Oh, this person's teeth was jacked up. Hey, wanna well, talk to somebody with some fucked up teeth and then you wonder why somebody has a complex around their teeth you know um right and also you know i know when we first got together that was a thing that you said you had wanted to do that uh bothered you or whatever
0: how that sound?
1: and i was like um you know we gotta we gotta try to um hopefully if we can get in a financial position one day to be able to afford to get that work done uh we can get it done you know and i'm happy to be able to uh to be in a position where we both can afford to get something like that done—that is, quote unquote, a luxury and it a is, privilege for a lot of people—and so it is expensive. They don't talk about how we fucking expensive. They, no, they, they definitely talk about how it's expensive. That's probably the number one thing people talk about. What braces is how cost prohibitive it is to get them, especially um, once you get older. Y'all, your hmm, parents' insurance hmm. and shit. Um, and even when you have insurance a lot of times it just doesn't cover it like at least not a enough percentage to make it worth your while um they do have a lot of payment plans and stuff so it doesn't necessarily mean you got to walk into the dentist's office with five thousand dollars or some shit but you know when the average american can't make it uh you know two weeks without a check when we can't if i said hey do you have 500 dollars for emergency expense in your pocket right now or in your bank accounts right now most americans will say no braces are cost prohibitive and uh, and very costly in general so you know i'm happy that that to to help you know to be able to get it done with you and uh whatnot so i'm glad we made it to this point and you know i always thought you had a beautiful smile whether that's what most people said most people was like it it didn't matter because but if it mattered to you that's what matters so it's really not you know nobody else can tell you how you gotta feel, cause you have to live with it. And like I said, it's the same people that'll be like, oh no, you have a beautiful smile, I don't even you know, da da da. But then, like, look at this person's teeth, or they don't like somebody, they're jacked up teeth. You know, when people don't like somebody, that's when you really find out how they feel about a lot of shit, cause then they're not mm-hmm. holding back. So, you know, that's when the colorism comes out, that's when the homophobia comes out, that's when, you know, the your fat comes out, you know, like, I, not that i take it too personally but because i know i'm fat but like when like people go in on like jason whitlock because they disagree with him I'm like okay you kind of think that about me but you like me so you wouldn't say some shit like that to me which is cool you know i i understand the uh the the truce that all people have amongst themselves which is like i might not like something about you or i might think it's funny or whack but i wouldn't say that to you because we're cool and i think a lot of people do that but yeah you can kind of tell you know when when somebody doesn't like a black woman and all of a sudden she's ugly or dark or a, a yeah, bitch start or female
2: attacking image
1: yeah it's so so all of a sudden you, you know nappy or whatever and then it's like oh you feel like this all the time but you're nice to me you know what i mean so it's that kind of thing wow wow, wow Yippee yo Yippee yay mm-hmm. so <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I had to keep the the mix going. The time. Uh, this is lunch time. This is a very boring conversation. But uh, um, so yeah, I'm glad you got your braces off and that you, uh, you know, feeling happy about it and stuff.
2: Yeah, and it's one of those things too where, uh, if you're a person who really have had like straight teeth, your teeth grew in straight a lot. Not trying to find a lot of those people. Not trying to find they don't understand the struggles in the the the. The self image that a lot of people have, and it and ain't got to be nothing serious. Your teacher's just <sighs> cricket And people complain. And I, you know, read online and started educating myself about, you know, because I was asking about, uh, you know, after I get my braces off, should I have my teeth, you know, bleach and things like that. I was asking people, you know, how they felt about, you know, bleaching and things like that. And the thing is, I started doing some research and they was like, uh, yeah, just because your teeth is white don't mean that they're in good health. And <gasps> that girl, Shelly, on that girl, that girl. Hey, DJ. Yes. And they said that as you get hold of your teeth just naturally lose their whiteness
1: yeah plus you look weird like there's people that have like them chiclet things going on in their mouth and you're like i know you gotta work because your shit look like you just painted some drywall with that shit
2: like, <laughs> you're blinding me
1: like it's almost unnatural to a certain extent yes um i don't know hit that whitening toothpaste and if they didn't leave a mark from the from the braces then uh like white a bleach white feeling from the braces because sometimes people say they get that then um i don't really see the point
2: yeah, and uh uh what happens too is that uh when you do braces, like I said before, if you don't keep your your teeth and stuff brushed and clean, you get like these permanent, like ridiculously white marks that they they can't get off. They were like, nah, They, they were like, nah, them permanent stains, them stains stay on forever.
1: Mhm. All right. You ready to talk about the news? Let's do this. Uh Ruth Ginsburg Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that um, she suggests that she has at least five more years on the Supreme Court. I'm now 85. My senior co- colleague, Justice Paul Stevens, he stepped down when he was 90. So I think I have at least five more years. I hope the American people keep that energy so that she don't get stuck um, having to retire or passing, you know, away and before. Um, before a second term of trump and then she ends up basically being like well i'm in the second term of trump so i can't keep this shit going forever all right y'all right you know um but that's sad that she's even had to be in that position because people elected to um not care enough to stop trump from being in office so um speaking of uh nationalism bloody foreigners okay (laughs) bloody foreigners um there's a campaign in irish um in ireland's polish community Mm -hmm. that basically the polish people in uh, that have i guess immigrated to ireland or whatever they are doing a blood drive where they give to they give blood they're gonna donate blood so they want to take away the connotation the bloody foreigners when people say it there is like a almost like a slur like fucking foreigners Ah. so those bloody foreigners and said in a negative way like uh these bloody foreigners coming over here fucking up everything right so they said we're gonna change it because we're gonna give so much blood and donating it to these to like the red cross or whatever the fuck needs blood over there um and uh that yeah they have an immigrant council of ireland and they came up with this idea, um, the girl the blood banks and then that, that way they'll change the connotation to bloody foreigners as in you mean the people that gave blood, so if you get sick or something you need blood, don't you'll be using some of those foreigners' blood, so y'all good enough to take their blood. Come on. Y'all y'all don't donate enough on your own mm-hmm. and um but y'all not good enough to recognize them as human beings. Right. What do you think about this? I don't have a problem with this. Okay. Yeah. i will say i kind of don't like it now i think giving blood that stuff that's nothing wrong with that Mm-mm. i find it kind of a weird reasoning behind it because it's almost like respectability shit it is it's like if black people gave blood to be like we'll see white people we uh, we all bleed the same blood and you gonna want some of our blood if you get hurt so stop being racist it's like that's not gonna work so i guess that's how i feel like i i mean it's good they got the blood but that shit ain't i hope you don't think xenophobia changes because of some shit like that
2: they take your nigga blood
1: and still say they white yeah so i don't think so um in job goals a california dmv employee who napped at work every day for three hours cost the state at least forty thousand dollars
0: dumb
1: a department of motor vehicles employee is reportedly suffering a rude awakening after a state audit found that she was taking three hour naps at work every day for four years the unnamed data operator will reportedly not be disciplined because the infractions weren't documented properly she also may have had a medical condition that prompted her to sleep at work um the sacramento Bee reported that the employee's doctor told her employer that she could not perform duties of the job required back in 2016 the dmv responded by transferring her to her current role but the naps didn't stop the health is the health issues like depression sleep apnea celiac disease narcolepsy chronic fatigue syndrome anemia and insomnia can leave people feeling drowsy during the day the dozing amount amounted to 2200 hours of work time between february 2014 and december 2017. That cost the state at least uh at least forty thousand dollars according to san francisco gate.com the employee processed the average of 200 documents a day while her colleagues were able to get through about 560 documents a day Shit. well even with her not napping if you look at the average of that she wasn't gonna catch them 560s and all but like she wasn't napping the whole day just three hours so let's add that up to a hundred i mean to um four hours and just say half of her day she was sleep that's still only if you double her process it's still only 400 a day compared to her, uh, co-workers 560. it's possible the employees naps also contributed to increasingly harrowing wait times at the dmv oh man that had to suck if you're on that end of it but at uh, the other the other thing is i would like her to have her chakras aligned okay well, i don't want her out here dmv and my paperwork up and she got her chakras all out of order she might need a three-hour nap all that being said the concept of sleeping in the office is actually becoming less taboo in some places the new york times ran a piece advising some work time nappers to apologize to no one although sleep research dr sarah mednick told the paper that 20 to 60 minutes will suffice a university of pennsylvania study found that older people who nap for 30 to 90 minutes in the afternoon experience a noticeable uh notable cognitive boost But snooze at your desk at your own wrist.
2: Uh, I've seen people do that before. They put up a sign that they're on a lunch break or they break. Mm -hmm. They put their head down to sleep. Uh, A lot of pregnant women do it. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's just pregnancy is just exhausting. You know, and people just be like, I'm just tired. They don't want to go, like, leave and sit in their cars. Nope, I'm here. You see my sign up. This is enough. I think overall people just consider sleeping so, quote, unquote, unprofessional to do in the office uh, uh, workplace, but truth be told, you're fucking somewhere 8, 9, 10, 12 hours out of a goddamn day. I'm with y'all more than I see my kids. I mean, goddamn, I should be able to take a nap.
0: What a load of garbage.
1: <laughs> uh, I personally would uh go to my car and nap during my breaks when I had a job that we had to take mandatory, like 15 minute breaks every three hours or some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh I would go to my to my car and i'll just like close my eyes recline the seat and sleep in my car for about 15 minutes if i really was feeling sleepy you know especially that afternoon break after you had lunch and shit you're like man let me go ahead and take a nap um and I and honestly, it was refreshing. It used to mm-hmm. make me feel better. Right, because
2: you wake up more energized because when you're in these office buildings, particularly if you work in an office where y'all have no windows, like it's no sunshine, like the sun doesn't shine in there at all, it makes a big difference in your mood and your energy level uh, because a lot of times I, if I just go walk outside, my energy level would almost jump instantly and then I, I'm okay for the rest of the day.
1: Also, when you just want to kill your coworkers and shit, you just need a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you better take a nap. Uh, report. Youngstown women fight over stolen meatball accusation. Hmm? You heard me. Youngstown, Ohio. Youngstown police are investigating after a woman told them that she was attacked by someone she accused of stealing her meatballs.
2: What kind of meatballs is the question?
1: The victim told police she was assaulted on, on Tuesday by a woman that lives in the same house on Indiana Avenue. The woman said she came home and found the other woman in the kitchen cooking meatballs. According to the report, the woman became extremely upset because she knows she is the only one in the house that had meatballs in the refrigerator. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Break down! Ha- uh police say the alleged owner of the meatballs confronted the other woman about the alleged meat thievery insisting that they must be her meatballs that's when the victim says the other woman charged her striking her in the face and pulling her hair he's ah! just fantastic yeah no <laughs> uh the police say they didn't see any visible injuries on the victim the suspect had, was gone by the time officers arrived the victim said she doesn't know the other woman's last name, but suggested to police that it might be bitch. No doubt about it. <laughs> Lady.
0: Oh, that's very specific.
1: Vanessa, bitch. I think, look that up in their little notebook. I also told the victim that that what she needs to do Oh, they told her what she needs to do is she wants to pursue charges. Mm-mm-mm you might have to what was in the meatballs what was in them meat that 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 one woman bought
2: i mean it caused the other woman to, to, to go crazy so what I was mean, in the
1: meatballs you come in the kitchen you catch somebody cooking your meatballs i mean it might be a fight man uh, yeah it might be hands I man sound like she wasn't planning on giving her none Mm-mm. she bought the meatballs specifically for herself come on i mean you had like you never had a roommate before in college or something I, I have, but. And if they cooked your meatballs without asking you, just came in, your fucking meatballs is on the stove, you would have been all good. Like, oh, oh, it must, nothing special in them meatballs, I guess they yours now. No, I've, right. cause I,
2: have i i i have never had, I, I thank God I've never had that problem before because, particularly in my freshman year, we, we both were only kids, I was like, look, I don't fuck with your shit, you don't fuck with mine, cool, cool. Like, we mm-hmm. ain't had that problem. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, and I sorry,
2: sorry. from be,
1: fuck, it's time for, so i don't know how you could try to act like you wouldn't have you wouldn't have been in that rage no I mean, I mean
2: the funny joke is what was the fucking the
1: meatballs that y'all brawling over it like what was in it to cause the her money yes that's what was in the meatballs <laughs> she spent her coins and this motherfucker had the all goddamn audacity to basically be cooking five dollars on the meat on the fucking stove that ain't hers that's true so that's that, what was that, in that- the meatballs it don't need to be cracked <laughs> nigga my money is my check capitalism work this way I spent, it does i, I work my hard earned sweat is in the fucking meatballs and you just gonna be on the stove cooking like they belong to you, like it's both ours it's not right. both ours you ain't put in on it i don't even know your last name oh, come on i don't even know your last name oh, it's time for some action <laughs> it'll be time for some action i get in the house and my motherfucking meatballs <laughs> cooked, and we not we in a relationship or nothing mm-hmm. you just a person come on Mm-mm. a rando Nah, fuck that shit. Your last name will be bitch by the time time I get done. Good grief. Alright, uh, let's see. Let's, uh, move on to another section. Um, let's see. How about this? it's lgbtq news time yes it is and uh it's not good
2: oh shit it's
1: not good this i mean you know how it is for the 75,000th time in a row that we do this segment it's all over the place but it's mostly not good let's talk about some good parts though first cvs fires the pharmacist who deny hormone prescription to a transgender woman good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mm-hmm fuck
2: them I will say this, and I to continue to say this. If your job is to serve the general public, you need to be able to serve all the general public. And you don't get to pick and choose who you serve and who you don't serve based off your religious belief. I don't give a fuck. I came in for a service. My service is not illegal. What is
1: the problem here? Right. It's super scary that people even think they can do that shit. Right. Right. Like you, and it can be life it, and death for people. Right? Don't even get the job if that's. Job. <laughs> like, don't even try to get the job if that's what you' gonna do with it.
2: Right? And 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 the thing is, particularly, uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm talking about um for this situation, like for women, uh, like the one you did with a woman went to induce uh abortion because her, you know, they, mm-hmm. you know, a child. So it's like, okay, this child needs to pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this medication will help this process and you're like nah i, I don't give a fuck about that like uh and, and in fact in that situation you're making it worse and for anybody that comes in and can't get their medication you're making the situation worse be it hormonal or whatever the fuck it is
1: uh so yeah cvs is fired a pharmacist who refused to fill the prescription of a transgender woman seeking hormonal medication um and has apologized for the incident Hilda Hall, the transgender woman, detailed her encounter at the pharmacist at the Fountain Hills location in a blog post published on the ACLU of Arizona's website Thursday thank goodness we have these online resources and people like the ACLU and stuff that really boost signal boost because mm-hmm. a lot of these incidents have become like individualized where it's not necessarily that 17 trans people got denied hormones at various CVS's throughout the entire state it's this one person decided i'm not giving the medicine to this other one person and if that person didn't have social media or the internet or resources like the aclu we wouldn't know about it it would just be a thing where they took it up with the local manager and you just hope that that person's not an asshole rather than okay well you know when you're gonna hear about this on the fucking six o'clock news and then all of a sudden it's whoa you're fired we gotta get this person out of here we're gonna do something about it
2: yeah because it makes the company look bad and and it's also one of those things where you get enough and this person has done this shit before and nothing has happened that's Mm -hmm. the thing they've done it before and an average person don't want to push it
1: yeah well yeah maybe maybe i don't know yeah because like it's hard to say when we know so little about the number of transgender people in our society because of shit like uh, uh the fucked up census we know shit about um the um we know very little about how people have to identify and have to pass in order to you know do whatever so it's like there's a, like, one of the things about bigotry that I think is the scariest is that there's a lot of people who are bigots who don't run across people in the groups they hate. Right. So, it's not even necessarily that this woman may have done this to 20 transgender people and this is the first time we're hearing about it. To me, it's just as bad if she's only done it one time. Cool. You know, like, this might be the only opportunity she's had to be a bigot to somebody's face and she decided, I'm gonna do it today. And I'm glad we have people out here that can kind of raise signal boost the problem to be like hey look at this motherfucker like they need to go you know what I'm saying right and 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 when I said first time before
2: just period I think they first time today I think that when people deny it starts
1: from somewhere like you said this might be the first incident but for it might be I'm not saying you're wrong Mm -hmm. like I said you might be right I don't know what the numbers statistically are for the average person even in a position as a pharmacist because we have never studied this. Nobody's done any research as far as like to quantify what percentage of people are uh, trans and then um, to have the money and the ability to go get the hormones and stuff from from a pharmacist or some shit. You're just trying to exist. You know, even at CVS, it's not like normally one pharmacist works in that CVS. It's normally... A couple pharmacies, and you might catch one at eight, and the other one that shit starts at four or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I will. I wonder how many times a person like this has done it. I wouldn't be shocked if it was twenty, and I wouldn't be shocked if this was the first time. That's true. But, That's which because it could be and, anywhere in between, right? And to a certain extent, one time to me is even worse than Cor- than the yes, over twenty times, like because that means you really could have just done your fucking job one time out of every once a month you give one person this hormone stuff probably and you fucking decide nah that's even worse if it's 20 times it's still fucked up but there's some sort of like nah this is my religious freedom a lot of people religious freedom just mean being a fucking bully so like, here's my chance to exert a little bit of fucking power i have in my life over other people for being different correct just do your fucking job man like how like i'm and and like i don't do that thing where i'm like and this is cvs's fault i don't even think they they found out they fired a person i really don't care whether they meant to out of the goodness of their heart or if it's just a corporate decision it doesn't matter Mm
0: -mm.
1: i'm sure they have some sort of guidelines that say you can't do shit like this correct because how would they have a business model they just selling drugs if the drugs are hormonal drugs they just selling the. They're in that business too. There's no. CVS is not like Hobby Lobby where they have like some religious, like from the top down doctrine of like, don't give drugs to trans people. Mm-hmm. They're like, we just sell the drugs. Get the prescription, hand the fucking drugs, the drugs. out. You fucking
2: up the money. Call the, the insurance,
1: cash the check. Be the drug pusher, do your job. Right. And you're fucking it up. Like, that's how stupid. That's how much of a biggie you have to be. You're fucking up their money. And you expect so you them to, to have go. your back because this is how entitled. Religious bigots are when they are like, why doesn't the government have my back? Why doesn't my company, the corporation that sells drugs, why don't they have my back? If there was somebody's fucking opioids and they came to their the fucking desk looking all strung out, I bet you you passed those motherfuckers right on across that aisle as long as they had that insurance. Fuck out of my face. Anyway, um, she also claims the pharmacist loudly questioned her in front of other customers and rejected her her doctor's request to transfer to another location
2: and see that's even fucked up that's even fucked up you wouldn't even let her she was like well i'll just go
1: to another store
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. um and this comes weeks after another woman nicole ortega was denied her miscarriage medication at a walgreens pharmacy in puro arizona we talked about that one Mm -hmm. both pharmacist actions were justified under arizona law so peep that legally the, the, the law in Arizona is like you can do that
2: yeah. Arizona
1: is one of six states that allows pharmacies and pharmacists to refuse to fill a prescription on religious or moral grounds but then you can say and no other pharmacist can fulfill this prescription you can't even transfer it to another pharmacy how are you the one to make that choice and as a
2: state I can go okay cool state but we're in the business of
1: drugs so what also what about what is it in the bible about trans people like what what is in the bible about that what scripture are you quoting what are you talking about um just different in Ortega's case walgreens stood behind his employee the pharmacy chain released a statement after the incident saying the company policy allows pharmacists to step away from filling the prescription anytime they have a moral objection cvs however fired this employee and apologized to hall on friday i appreciate them doing that because you know what cvs has their company policies and maybe this du- is going to end up with them getting sued and maybe even losing in arizona state court like this like they this may cost them a lot more money to take this stance than to be like we'll just sweep this under the rug and why don't you fill your prescription out at a different location like
2: yeah my, they
1: they went in there and fired that person and if it's if the law of arizona says they religiously can say no they may end up in court
2: yeah and and that's the the chances they take because y'all think the cvs and they, these aren't like they know them, they all look they're everywhere like they these some big chains and you know, for CVS, they're like, no, 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 we don't want it to start here. The next thing, you know, we're dealing with, with other people in our company, in our name, doing this in other states. Like, we don't want this problem, so we're going to nip this shit in the bud right here and right now and make your fucking ass an example. Okay, we go to court and lose, so what? Our employees know, you tell people, no, you will fucking lose your goddamn job.
1: Ladies, fellas! Exactly. Um... Sorry, I had to keep the party going. Um <laughs> but yeah. That lunchtime l- lunch, that, that uh yeah, lunchtime mix mike deangelis cvs spokesman said the pharmacist violated company policy by refusing to fill the prescription right but under state law the company must accommodate any religious convictions that prevent the pharmacist from filling specific medications arizona pharmacists are required to notify the company in advance about any religious convictions so cvs can make other arrangements to ensure patients needs are met deangelis did not directly comment on why the pharmacist was fired the person was not in violation of state law so yeah I don't maybe they're gonna end up getting sued behind us
2: yeah and the I thing, hope they
1: fight it though and the thing
2: is CVS can also say well if you should have told us particularly if you didn't tell us in advance so you if you had this problem this is something you should have told us and you should have allowed another pharmacist to fill this out or ship it to it somewhere else you can't deny and then won't even allow them to go somewhere else you was like fuck it the buck stops here yes you deserve to be fired <laughs>
0: This is your, town. Get your hands up. you
1: get your hands up. you get your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> is... All right. Uh nearly half of gay men report being victims of domestic violence.
0: Oh.
1: oh these drops can't spice this up. A staggering All percentage right. of men in the same sex relationships have been abused by a partner, according to a new study on gay domestic abuse. It's, it's wild. We just now studying so much of the shit the study the study published this month in the american journals of journal of men's health found that 46 percent of respondents had suffered intimate partner abuse including emotional abuse controlling behavior and physical and sexual violence research at the university of michigan center for sexuality and health disparities interviewed 320 men and 160 couples um if you just looked at physical and sexual violence in male couples it's about 25 to 30 percent, roughly the same as women and heterosexual couples we're stuck in this mental representation of domestic violence as a female victim and a male perpetrator and while that is very important there are other forms of domestic violence in all types of relationships in addition to the usual factors fueling abuse unemployment drug abuse money problems researchers found a strong correlation between internalized homophobia and abuse in gay male relationships an abuser grappling with his sexuality may lash out at the person he perceives the embodiment of that identity right well also like we've talked about on the show we talked about it from a heteronormative perspective last week but the performance of maleness in our society entails a lot of violence it's a lot of I have to hurt you to prove that I'm not weak um I'm so strong I can hurt you um it's I don't cry but I but I can be angry I can be violent i can be uh, i can mock i can be cruel those are the emotions i'll have but being happy um in a way that's just about me being happy and not about hurting someone else it's almost foreign to a lot of men um you know the same way that men are dangerous towards women in cis in, heterosexual uh cis uh, heteronormative relationships you can be dangerous towards another man especially if one of y'all is struggling with what is a man and what is my truth and what is this mask i put on and your mask is to mimic cishet men who are very violent you know and especially when you don't have that fucking um chivalry to even protect you like there's a lot of men who threaten women who push who are abusive towards women emotionally and stuff and the only thing that stops them from physically hitting them is that chivalry quote unquote in their mind not all men that stop right. but some men are very fucking like i you lucky you a woman and what they really trying to say is mm-hmm. i want to physically hurt you and i'm scaring you by basically threatening you but i would never hit you but i just did kind of intimate that i fucking would you know and th- so there's that where it's like i would never hit my hands on a woman
2: but i shake
1: her or some you know some stupid shit like that and so you end up in these situations where you don't even have that line when it's two men Mm-mm. you know it doesn't Mm-mm. matter if one's more femme presenting quote-unquote or none of that shit it's oh. you're a man i can say i hit a man and call it a fight when the police show up
2: yeah i wonder uh what would be the setup if they did it with uh lesbians
1: yeah i, I wonder and, what and, it would be and probably yeah. the
2: same or similar to it because you know when you're dealing with these quote-unquote Gender roles and 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 even in some of the LGBTQ, a lot of them accept uh, uh straight people gender roles in their relationships. Not all, but some of them do. And some it'd be interesting because you know they're a marginalized group. So just like women, underreported, not reported at all. They know they're not going to be taken seriously. Women ain't taken seriously at all. But but be a gay man and another man is beating on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're gonna be taken less seriously than that woman. Right. You know, because in, as fucked up as it is and, and, you know, cause people already don't take the crime seriously anyway. And so you're gonna have people with their own, uh, prejudice and racism, um, real racism, especially if they black, racism and, uh, homophobia and all that stuff are gonna shine through a lot of this shit. Misgendering people, all kinds of things that happens in that.
1: Right, so. I'm not surprised that um in uh in male male gay relationships that you have this like um especially like i said i uh, like you said, the police probably aren't taking it serious Mm-mm. um, and then you don't have that chivalry, you know, like when you show up to a house where there's a man and a woman fighting, a lot of police and stuff will be like, well, yes, we take the man out of the situation because blankety blank blank you know like statistically it's on our side that hey let's say he's a good guy and he didn't really do anything well we're still taking him out of a situation with a person that's accusing him or something yeah let's say he's a bad guy and he is like most of them and he did do something he needs to get out of that situation when it's two men how do they decide that how how are the police viewing that do you trust the police to really view that in a healthy way? and the trust you know what i'm saying to figure that all out um but yeah uh according to the national center of injury prevention and control 26 percent of gay men and 37 percent of bisexual men have experienced rape physical violence and or stalking by an intimate partner abuse in gay relationships has, has an added risk of increased hiv infection and if, if the victim is not able to control what if any hiv prevention measures are taken societal pressure on men being strong may keep victims from seeking help
0: mm-hmm. but
1: even if they do seek help there usually is less of a support system available to gay victims especially if one of the part one or both partners is not fully out uh shelters and counseling yeah that's a whole other level because like right. you can't there's no that there, there's no presumption of being out or not out when there's a heteronormative relationship but yeah i'm I, i'm sure police can show up and play, i ain't no i ain't gay the fuck you talking about and it's like well hold up now like this person called us and say you beat up beat them up and your lovers fuck that nigga that's just my friend or some shit mm-hmm. don't tell my wife about this or whatever the fuck <laughs> right. else people say shelters and counseling may not be available to men delaware montana and south carolina explicitly exclude same-sex victims of domestic violence from protection under criminal laws wow wow so that's i that is amazing to read delaware montana and south carolina explicitly exclude same-sex victims of domestic violence from protection under criminal laws so you can literally just like beat abuse possibly kill somebody as long as the same sex what the fuck uh stevenson suggests care stevenson suggests healthcare providers and abuse counselors receive better training about intimate partner violence and abuse among same-sex couples Mm -mm -mm. uh transgender people are having problems possibly with their passport uh, applications being rejected transgender women are saying their passports are being retroactively denied and the reasons why are unclear in two separate vile tweets a month apart two trans women have come forward about the sudden issues they're having with passport renewal both say the paperwork they gave to the government before had always been sufficient and they have given they were given no warning that new or different documentation would be needed late last month the executive director of the gender justice league danny Askinny, uh said her passport renewal was denied and the new paperwork, um, requirements were extreme. She was told she needed to get a judge to unseal child welfare records from her foster care, records that had been sealed for her safety to verify her gender. A skinny said all her paperwork has, has said female for nearly two decades. None of my documentation would disclose my trans status. A skinny said in an interview with them, uh, with them, I guess that's the name of the site, them no databases that are local state or federal should note my gender as anything other than female uh skinny traveled to sweden with a temporary passport with help from her congresswoman uh women who contracted the passport agency a skinny is just one person that this happened to this week janice rose tweeted that her passport had been denied even though she was able to renew it eight months prior rose said she had heard stories about trans people having applications denied so she attached the same doctor's note she had previously used even though the law says it's only needed to update the gender marker the u.s passport office called and told her the language in the doctor's note was not sufficient and she would need a new one she basically told me that even though the government had changed my gender marker in the last year that was a mistake this letter is something my clinic has been using as a boilerplate for years for so many people yeah man look who's in charge right
2: so they going back and actually just finding shit and be like deny 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 at any point the gender change deny deny deny
1: yeah and and i mean it's not coincidental that today jeff sessions asked for a religious liberty task force what yeah he said the task force co chaired by associate attorney general jesse panuccio said an assistant attorney general to the doj's office of legal policy beth williams will help the department fully implement the religious liberty guidance it issued last year what
2: the fuck is that
1: the guidance was a byproduct of president trump um session said on monday the task force will ensure all justice department components are upholding the guidance in the cases they bring and defend the arguments that they make in court the policies and regulations they adopt and how we conduct our operations the nasa came during the department's religious liberty summit session said the guidance he issued in october laid out 20 fundamental principles for executive for the executive branch to follow including the principles that free exercise means a right to act or to abstain from action and that government shouldn't impugn people's motives or beliefs in short we have not only the freedom to worship but the right to exercise our faith like I only ca- christians because that's all we're talking about here because we're not
2: talking about no other religion now say
1: people that scared of sharia law think that this is that we need a religious freedom act think about that the constitution's protections don't end at the parish parking lot nor can our freedoms be confined to our confined to our basement what does that mean session said the federal government under trump administration is not just reacting but actively seeking carefully thoughtfully and lawfully to accommodate people of faith religious americans are no longer at the thought he said
2: what they've been the forefront everything is wrapped around them fucking laws like right oh, This fucking that made me upset because like everything all the law is based around y'all and any little change, you go, y'all are against us. We're like, well, bitch, all the laws is for you. What are we talking about? All the laws was wrapped up in in y'all bullshit, not mine. get
0: your hands up. get your hands up. get
2: That that that's that's what they're gonna be saying when they're gonna be knocking down y'all doors. <sighs>
1: Remix. last one last one a notorious internet pastor has warned men not to masturbate because it's sex with a man and that's gay
2: masturbate what you heard oh me. so you gay on yourself
1: if if a man masturbates uh, weird that he didn't bring up women come on if a man masturbates apparently um he is gay um uh, for for other men that's, that's what's happening you got a penis in your hand and you're letting somebody give you a hand job yourself have us be yourself Mm-hmm. i guess i'm hollywood mantras to the bullshit dude i guess so mm-hmm. call me lavar from fucking revenge of the nerds high school football coach and internet pastor coach dave davenire who has a surreal online following made the comments on his past assault live stream i really gotta start one of these live streams man I don't know what i'm doing with my life we need to get it together i had to get better on my instagram come on now you just got to say no to it as hard as it is if you're very honest about it masturbation is homosexuality you're having sex with a man you put images of a woman in your mind but you're having sex with a man it's where the devil will take us if we give him free range in our minds he added our public schools are rife with sexual deviancy public schools are cesspools of sin and degenerate behavior if not for the teacher for the student themselves to each other get your kids out of public school now get your caring kids out of public school now do it and you will never regret it
2: so, why you, you the people you're talking to can't fucking afford it what are we talking about here
1: he would rather them not be schooled because they might learn something like you know masturbation isn't uh gay
2: uh one thing that's killing me and it's not only here in america it's happening all over the world people rejects intelligence people reject facts
1: people like fuck it how's football not gay i mean he's a coach for football he got all those people around and they're like wearing you know no clothes in the locker room tightest shit ever tackling each other and grabbing each other in the balls and those pals but he would never say that football is gay because he worships football and calling something gay is bad in his opinion so he would never say that but fucking jacking off is gay like what are the rules on what's gay and what's not over there right he's like he loves watching greased up little kids wrestling shit but somehow you only gay if you jack off he said nowadays you can be a man and sleep with another man. You can be a woman sleep with another woman. You can be a man who kills your baby. You can be a man who impregnates a lady lets her kill her baby, but you're not allowed to have any opinion on it. You just have to got you just have got to sit in the corner and shut up and let the women do whatever they want to do.
2: Yeah, like I said, sex sexism, racism, like they they all flow down the same stream. Like I'm somebody if you come out with one, I'm assuming you all three. Cause they 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 cousins they first generation cousins.
1: What did racism come up in this? No, not ra- racism, homophobia, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Sexism. I'm just trying. Was it something in the comments I read that said something about race? I'm no, no, no.
2: I'm I'm just saying he we were talking about uh gay men. And then all of a sudden he said that shit about women. I was oh, like, oh, yes. and yeah, like yes. all those tie okay. up. That's why I said it. Yeah. Racism, sexism, homophobia. If you're one, I assume you all three. Because yeah, he's
1: misogynistic are, as well. They are first cousins. Yes. I was, I was just trying to find where, where you was coming from. Oh, like, my bad. I, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, a lot of that, um, homophobia in a lot of ways is extreme misogyny. Right. You know, like a lot of it is I hate that men would be into, uh, other men or I hate the idea of attraction to men. Because that's what women have, you know. And I consider women less than, and and a man
2: should always be better than a woman. And how dare y'all let these women do their things and don't have no opinion about it. But, you know, I'm sorry to tell you,
1: once you let that nut go, that is up to her what happens after that, buddy our two daughters play college softball every time i go to ball games i keep an eye on my daughter to see if they taking the homo bait yet and they hadn't they didn't have to because they weren't cropped hair wide bottom girls they were pretty girls godly women they didn't take the bait but i'm telling mommies right now if your daughters are good athletes you better cover them in prayer because the recruiting that goes on the pressure that goes on to be one of the girls is enormous so you're basically saying softball is turning women gay if you play softball you just gone i mean
2: i know a lot what of can you do you can't
1: play softball girls that played sport what are we talking about can't masturbate um it couldn't be that softball is an environment where they don't shame people for being gay it couldn't be that so now you don't have to cover it up and also you know knowing the way their parents talk about gay stuff or their father does uh, you don't. Maybe your daughters are on the softball team, so they can be comfortable. Finally,
2: they, you, who knows?
1: You never know. And somebody, they can't tell your
2: ass. I know that much. And somebody uh, brought up a good point. But if you don't want me masturbating, how do y'all pee? Y'all just whip it out. And just let the let, let the piss freak, go where it may. But I can't
0: help myself. I don't want to be a freak. But I can't help myself. Black <laughs> people, wah wah. Puerto Rico,
2: wah <laughs>
1: That's how
2: I... Mix. Y'all got y'all men out here like water hoses. Y'all just shooting the piss everywhere.
1: That's how we piss.
2: Don't touch
1: it. We just put our hands in the air. be gay on yourself. Wave it like you just don't care. Hose it like you just don't care. I don't want to go in the shower... Uh, these they, they, you might have to touch I'm, your balls I mean, or your penis what? I mean, how butt. do you
2: keep it clean? I mean, I mean shit. shit,
1: you just gotta I mean, let it stay.
2: Tch, yeah, watch them nasty ass, funky ass balls. They stink too, y'all. The, now I'm gonna
1: be gay. And you don't want to be dating a gay mm-hmm.
2: man. Clean up, clean them balls. Mm-mm. Get it all in between them. Clean, clean that penis, but y'all, all men that must be gay, then clean it.
1: Yeah, I know this dude definitely jacks off. He just lying to these people. Right. Like i don't trust nobody to say they don't masturbate at all like really nigga what they still make those they still make your model what's wrong with you because if i touch myself i turn gay and maybe you just gay man like it's okay, maybe. I mean, if it's a gateway drug to other people's dicks, I mean, maybe maybe the problem's not masturbating. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe you. the problem's not masturbating. Maybe it's bigger than just jagging off. Yeah, I jacked off. Next thing you know, I was in the alley. Like, oh well, okay, hold up now. I know that that, that that's a, some That's a big leap. It's something to led yeah. you there jacked off then i'll put on some leather chaps and grew a mustache like wait a minute dog wait a minute It, dog, a it minute. normally does not work like that there she are, are some, just into this there are some other steps that happened yeah you might just
2: like that it's and, okay and
1: he definitely the type of dude that's in that first story where he abuses uh, another man if they was ever to be in a situation together because he definitely got some hang-ups about his own masculinity he probably abused his right. wife and shit <laughs> crying and shit i'm not gay what are you even crying about i just i touched a penis today oh baby i've been waiting on you to live your truth whose penis was it it was mine okay oh wait what what you just I jacked mean, off that's it i mean dudes so just say your penises off what's happening in
2: the yeah um, i don't understand this
1: he gotta come out to his family family i I mean gathered what? you at dinner today at this at this applebee's because i had to tell y'all all something some very very shocking news it's gonna be very disturbing to everybody at this table and i i don't wanna i didn't wanna tell you guys like like this but but it's it's the truth I, i've been seeing somebody um i know but honey don't look shocked don't look shocked over there okay i see you shaking your head uh but i have to tell the truth uh you know we're a god-fearing family and that we have to live in the truth i've been seeing somebody for quite some time it's been an on again off again thing and i just uh, thought i thought we could break it off when we got married but i have not been able to stop seeing this person and uh we've been doing a lot of a lot of things i'm ashamed of to be quite honest okay it has been a lot of hand jobs you know just a lot of sexual contact that's just inappropriate and uh i think we had to I think I'm gonna have to leave the family because uh, I can't stop this. I can't cut it out, and I can't tell this person no. And I'm sorry, baby. You and the three kids, y'all on y'all own. Our beautiful lesbian undercover daughters playing softball. Uh, y'all just had to continue to play softball and uh, stick to the Lord, and stay straight. But I, I couldn't do it. I'm I'm also gay. I meant I have, I know it's a lot to take. Everyone, sit down please waitress no we'll take drinks after i finish talking to my family god damn it thank you now where was i <laughs> so i've been having an affair for i would say at least since i was about 12 13 maybe 14 since we got that victoria secrets catalog in the mail i have been seeing this man and uh since we were children really and uh, it's been hard for me to maintain relationships with other people because I've always been going back to this man, and I have to leave, and I, I have to ask for a divorce, baby, because I can't quit. It's who is it? No, it's no, it's not Jim from the uh, church league. No, the church league. Baseball. Why would you even think that? It's disgusting. No, I would never touch him. No, the man that i'm leaving you for is, is me it's me you're looking at him. actually it's yes i am in lust with myself and uh i didn't want you guys to find out like this if you, if you tell me this, this is grounds for divorce uh, that's what i'm saying it is grounds for a divorce because <laughs> uh you know i just never i have to come out my closet to all of you guys and I find it offensive that both our daughters are saying they knew the whole time. No. You allowed me to tell you, okay? This is a big deal. This is what everybody does. I mean, I mean. Oh, God. Everybody, everybody's gay. Everybody's here almo- gay.
2: You're almost 50. What are we talking about here, sir? Of oh, course, no.
1: everybody knows that you jacked off. I can't believe everybody in this Alphabies is also gay. Oh, no. Is Get over your Lord. You are not special. What has the Lord done t- to curse us all? I don't know ridiculous man uh anyway he's a terrible person come on um i bet he got more more followers than me on all the platforms too you know he does we ain't doing this right Mm -mm. uh all right let's get into some other stuff um you know what i'm gonna skip fucking with black people today okay but we are going to still take out the trash okay take out trash brock turner appeals his rape conviction with the argument that he only wanted outer course and said he was not trying to have intercourse he's trying to have outer course sexual conduct while fully contact while fully clothed somehow that means he should be able to have his rape conviction appealed which uh, white folks are making up shit don't they you know what i keep thinking about the woman who he violated who didn't really get justice the first time because he's found guilty and then the judge is like i can't destroy this young man's career two months in jail that's it um she has to keep going to court and being vigilant probably every time he appeals something right. so there's just a potential that looms over her head and i can understand if at some point she She was like like, i don't feel like doing this for the no justice that i fucking got in the first place come on and then the little bit of justice that i would get from making sure to stay on his record i would understand if she was just fucking tired and said fuck it i don't care anymore don't call me me. don't want no more interviews Mm -hmm. and a lot of times they do this actually to wear the victim down truth be told yep um so yeah he's trying to overturn the felony charge of attempted right mercury news reported that the panel of justices appear skeptical at the argument i absolutely don't understand what you're talking about we are not in a position to say of the jury you should have gone a different way justice franklin d L- elliot wrote uh assistant attorney general alicia carlisle said the MOTA presented a far-fetched version of events the three justices have 90 days to discuss the appeal argument and issue a ruling Turner, who returned home to live with his parents in Ohio after being released from jail, was not present at court on Tuesday. Yeah. He tried to have sex. No, he did rape an unconscious woman in an alley by a trash can. Got caught in the act.
2: Ain't this the one that got caught in the act?
1: Yeah, it had all this money and shit to be able to say, you know, to keep fighting it. Deadliest Catch, Edgar Hansen, uh, Deadliest Catch star, admits sexually abusing a 16-year-old girl oh man uh co-star edgar her- uh, hansen from "Deadliest catch on friday admitted sexually abused a 16 year old girl last fall touching her genitals and making her touch him in return in exchange for his plea to fourth degree assault with sexual motivation hansen 47 was given a suspended sentence of 364 days in jail meaning he will not spend time behind bars
2: i'm proud of wanting go on his record
1: he also received two years probation and various fees of fines totaling $1,653 with an additional $4,800 fine suspended Hanson was further ordered to undergo a sexual deviancy evaluation and treatment and provide a DNA sample for law, law enforcement prosecuting attorney's office agreed not to pursue any charges that may arise in the future in connection with the case what what, what kind of deal is this right neither prosecutors nor investigators immediately return this is why I, this is why the fuck I can't get upset or up in arms when motherfuckers are like all these poor men the me too movement is taking everybody down
0: Mm-mm. we just covered
1: the case of two people who admitted to doing the shit they did and didn't go to fucking jail for any length of time that is even comparable to any any shit like it's not even comparable dog how the fuck can you be sitting around talking about poor blank and poor this and poor that guy the motherfuckers who say they did it don't even go to jail what the fuck this is crazy and we still live in a society where we're like these women need to shut the fuck up stop accusing everybody we still have men walking around saying that stupid shit. these poor men how are they supposed to navigate this world with a slap on the wrist apparently the fuck is this shit neither prosecutor nor investigator immediately returned messages seeking comment hansen's attorney was not immediately available wednesday afternoon in a brief handwritten statement accompanying his guilty plea hansen acknowledged touching the victim's private areas for the purpose of my own sexual gratification assault the assault occurred on September 30th in Snohomish County Washington court records show the victim described only as a 16 year old girl reported her abuse to her therapist in late October saying it took place in a local home the victim said Hansen kissed her on the lips touched her vagina and had her touch his penis investigators spoke with Hanson's wife who said she confronted him after learning of the abuse he initially denied it it became but eventually admitted that he kissed the victim and touched her inappropriately still his wife too not ex-wife any of that Edgar Hansen is the younger brother of Sig Hansen, a 52-year-old fishing boat captain who has starred on Disney's Deadliest Catch since 2006. Edgar, who has appeared on the long-running reality TV series less frequently, works as a deck boss on the Hansen family boat, according to the Times. In a statement with his plea, Edgar wrote that he has commenced treatment to ensure nothing like this assault ever happens again yeah i just need some treatment you guys know how it is when you can't keep your hands off a 16 year old you just need a little treatment and then fix that right up and you can go back to business as usual after spending no time in jail and paying a small fine will they still have him on tv on the tv show discovery gonna have him on there that's gonna be okay he's gonna still get discovery checks too
2: Mm -hmm. he covering shock week next time
1: they did not immediately respond to a request for comment by the way discovery did not of course for all the poor these poor men they they lose everything guys they get accused and nobody looks at anything next thing you know they don't have a job oh wait they all keep having jobs and nobody gives a fuck what about that reality sorry just pissed me off because even the accusation gets treated like wow this poor man he's the victim now like how are you the victim of something i'm saying you did to me wow we really trying to stop this man from he was about to buy discovery channel right speaking of which charlemagne the god addresses recent headlines that claim he admitted to rape my tone was all wrong i should have never used the term rape on tuesday charlemagne the god took to the breakfast club to clear his name and clarify an audio clip with from his brilliant idiots podcast which we played on the show in the clip which was reposted by side convos without context without context who wrote this article ball alert okay yeah he has a lot of um friends in the black press that the way they tell his story is much kinder than they would if it was somebody else i'll just put it that way uh i don't know if it's just connects gatekeeper shit y'all want to be on but you know whatever but they they tell the story and like look it was posted without context as as if there's a possible context in which laughing about raping somebody would be cool like oh well shit in the context of you, she, y'all were laughing and saying that you, uh, got somebody, uh, too drunk to consent and slipped something in their drink. Um, yeah. <laughs> of course, in that little clip, you're gonna look bad, but till you add the context, then with the context, it's like, oh yeah, well, it's not that bad. Like, the context is people like him. Right. That's the context. This dude's been involved in three very rapey situations that he's talked about and the context is but i listen to him talk every day of the week so like i don't want to come off and be like this dude might be a fucking like creep you know i might not be cool with this if i didn't like the person if it was tariq Nasheed saying this shit i wouldn't be fucking with him if it was i don't know y'all pick the person y'all don't like you know pick that person you don't like that you're like they haven't really done nothing but i don't like them pick that person and then you'd be like i would not believe all his versions of events that's just the way it is though come on anyway so i keep telling y'all i told y'all this over and over it's a lot of things guys did especially when they were young that were raped that we didn't consider rape i'm married to my wife me and my wife dated for a whole year we, she would not give me no pussy me and my wife hung out on saturday night she got sloppy drunk passed out of my mama's house i got that pussy she was fucking me back and all that but she was really drunk i asked her yesterday yo did i rape you the first time we ever had sex and she goes i mean a hindsight yeah however the clip came on the heels of surfacing of another clip in the 2015 podcast where he discussed giving a woman spanish fry prior to their sexual encounter although Charlemagne maintained the sex was consensual he did admit the girl did not remember the encounter but she was not passed out yeah, okay. Um, at the clip, as the clip made its rounds on the internet, a spokesperson for the radio host said the entire story was taken out of context, adding that the two brilliant idiots hosts were actually discussing rape culture, which was a newer understanding at the time, not usually discussed openly. But the host also took those podcasts to clear his name and apologized for joking about the matter. See, this is the part, cause I actually listened to somebody's podcast that where they kind of were trying to defend this, as we need people like Charlemagne because they talk about shit that people don't want to talk about they come from a background where people don't know these things and so it's important that they talk about it um the problem was if you listen to the clip you're divorcing the tone of what the conversation it wasn't some tone it wasn't some conversation about education Mm -mm. it wasn't a conversation about um let's talk about these taboo things and get it out in the open so we can show people how we've changed and how much better we are it was laughing like well hey if i got raped at least you it was you that raped me ha 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 you know like it was it was funny to them hey did i rape you ha 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 isn't it funny that i raped you it wasn't some educational moment and y'all know that like the like you can you know the tone of the of the conversation matters as much as what was said correct so it's it's that thing where it's like we're gonna talk about rape culture and make jokes about how it's not that real or how it's just bitches be tripping you can't then take that and go but he talked about rape culture educated us did he or did y'all just laugh at him talking about he might have raped his wife or maybe you was even creeped out a little bit but you didn't have the, the fucking temerity to be like this is creepy i don't know what this dude is doing right now i'm really not gonna fuck with him anymore or i'm gonna at least admit that this story sounds like rape i like like this dude's show but he also sounds like he's talking about rape right now and thinking it's funny both things can be possible it doesn't have to be one or the other. Like I'm I'm not really a boycott person anyway. So I can even understand somebody being like, Well this dude seemed like he used to be a terrible person and I don't think he's that anymore. But I consume his shit and he doesn't seem to have learned his lesson. I can even understand. I know on the internet a lot of people wouldn't understand that and they would judge you and shit, but that's that's their own shit to deal with. Right. Cause a lot of people are everybody that is consuming entertainment is giving somebody some slack it doesn't fucking matter who they are everybody nobody you can go through everybody's rolodex everybody's fucking dvds blu-rays all you're gonna find somebody in there where it's like yo you know they did some wild shit and you just sit up here and uh let them slide like you fuck with this movie you fuck with this album you fuck with this tv show you fuck with so that's just how it is i don't really believe in morality by consumerism anyway but for those who do believe in that shit then nobody's clean it's just what it is even if you just bought the fucking shit at walmart you fucking somehow violated something that being said it's a difference between that and working backwards on i like this person so they just didn't do it or it's okay when they rape people because i like them correct that's a completely different i don't even understand that mentality like why we why people still live in that in 2018 anyway um so he um he's uh as the clip made his round that the podcast said you know uh his spokesman said that um you know um uh, they were discussing rape culture which was never a newer understanding at the time not usually d- discussed openly but the host also took to his podcast to clear his name and apologized for joking about the matter hey he can always get out of get out of jail free with that don't get a day shit like as long as he can do that he gonna be straight I posted this today because i wanted to address some clips that have been floating around from the podcast as well as vlad tv where i failed to productive mature i guess i failed to have a productive mature conversation around issues that demand respect he said back in 2015 i attempted to have a dialogue about rape culture with an emphasis on the role men play i can honestly say that i communicated that all wrong i don't think that those kind of conversations should happen in this space even though i've always been an open book and i strive to use my life uh an example for uh, as an example for others but i didn't get it right with this one and i have to apologize for that for the record in 1997 i was having consensual sex with a young lady after we went to the sex store keyword we and got the spanish fly which is an aphrodisiac not a drug we were both aware we were gonna get put this bottle in put this in a bottle of brandy Which is why we got the cola flavor, but i didn't explain the situation well at all back in 2015 he said as he continued with an apology for an even older clip about hitting a girl when he was 16. um yeah like so right there you have him apologizing for the way he phrased the shit you got people that wouldn't even admit it was phrased badly even he had to go back and be like yeah the way i was joking and laughing about this shit leaving out certain details was fucked up two that's if you believe him now a lot of people believe him because they listen to him every day and i would assume over the years of listening to the dude you're developing affinity for the person and you probably on some level believe they tell the truth about everything i would assume that happens with our show i would assume that happens with everybody's show if you listen to somebody on the daily you probably not listen to somebody you feel like this nigga's lying to me correct so I don't have that affinity for him because I don't consume his products in that way so it's easier for me to feel like I'm objective or whatever the fuck I might not be objective comparatively but it's easier for me to feel like yeah I just his shit sounds fuck like it doesn't match up I don't see why you need to tell a story two and three times how you leave details as important as consent out of a sexual a, a story where you're going to be talking about rape I don't know how that's possible that you just leave out that we went to the store together that you leave out that we've agreed to put this in the drink like i don't know how that detail isn't relevant to retelling the story on a public space that's going to go out to thousands of people if not more than that because of his reach it just seems sloppy and it's really sloppy considering this motherfucker is a gatekeeper and a voice of the quote-unquote urban radio for a lot of people it's like how the fuck can you be this sloppy dog you know i almost can't be surprised because the bar is so low for black people on certain shit because white people really look at us as sub whatever white people do yeah
2: and and the bar is low for black men like yeah like that bar ain't the same Uh, for you know what
1: you know what we're gonna do something else in a second i'm gonna say black people i'm not even gonna just say black men black people they look at us as less than human and they lower the bar for us all the fucking time like sherry shepherd can say some wild shit that would get uh uh fucking rosie o'donnell fired she can say that on her show uh, like hey she uh, i mean she's sherry she's black we just don't understand that culture everybody that's black in the culture is like no baby what you said is very fucked up right everybody outside that culture is like i just don't know black people just they say fucked up things (laughs) it's entertainment you know so i think that's what happens with him steve harvey a lot of these niggas you know Stephen a smith hey if he wants to go on national tv and advocate on all the situations in which men should be able to hit women and no other motherfucker owns all the sports center shows all the espn shows all day long talking about ray rice no one else was stupid enough to say that shit the bars just lower for us like that he didn't get fired it was just like okay take a day off steve come on buddy yeah, yeah. it got a little wild there we'll still have your national syndicated radio show and all this shit but you know calm down like it that is some it is some weird like I don't even know how to feel about it because it's a weird level of like you be happy that black people can make mistakes and continue to work but I'm also disillusioned with the idea that I know the reason you're letting them make these specific type of mistakes is because you think of black people as not as relevant important or um morally whatever the fuck is white people that's that's what you're saying now that i agree with dr phil can't have a story about possibly being involved in three different sexual assault situations he can't he be off the air he can't just come out and talk about that and be like it's good because we're having this conversation people will be like what the fuck wrong with him get him off the air what's you can't be we can't be okay with this but it's like if you relegate some shit to a black space, then it's it the, it's it is that seen it as can, our culture, right It's something that it can be ignored. It's seen as our culture, you know the same way our like it's the same way that people look at rap music and be like it's the only misogynistic music. it's not mm-hmm. it's obviously not. Mm-hmm. but we can blatantly come out and be like bitches and hoes and da 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 da. And if someone challenges us on us, what do we say? You don't understand our culture, stay out of our culture. You know yes my music may sound homophobic and be very misogynistic or whatever but it's not really that way unless you come from the hood you can't understand and we can hide behind that and continue to revel in that shit, even when to our detriment you know have a platform and then promote that shit and be like if you challenge me you're a racist you know but i'm not saying like i said it's complex because i don't i'm not even saying it's good or bad i just i don't i literally don't know how to feel about that shit because i know it's not coming from a good place that they are, it's not like they're going well these are these black people's artistic freedoms and journeys they're going well it's nigger shit just let him just let them say what he wants to say now
2: that i agree
1: uh anyway um despite his explanation though the host took to his place of work to clear his name once once and for all in regards to his comments about his wife in fact he even called his wife to clear it up what's she supposed to say at this point let me fuck up your check call me at work and i'll fuck up your check for you hey baby I'm at home you know taking care of the kid or whatever the fuck I do during the day while you do what you do um no you definitely rape me I mean I'm not taking it back so deal with it on the air bye love you see you when you get home the fuck you you supposed to say uh that's not what happened we both know what happened I was not passed out I was very coherent like enough for me to lift up my hips so you could take my panties off she said so she's in that position um also um the woman who came for and did the interview uh who um uh uh was 15 years old and um you know uh uh testified that well not testified but reported that he sexually assaulted her to the police him not he came to the station and took some charges but she said he did it another confusing coincidence um she has um uh she sent a letter to john s nichols a deputy for the supreme court office of disciplinary Counsel in south carolina um trying to um get them to look at the case again but they've already said they're not planning on reopening the case from the police um and but she's basically trying to say that she did not get a um a fair trial she said the prosecution improperly handled the criminal case. Um, she writes that she was uncooperative at the time of the investigation because she of being traumatized and claims it was the prosecutor's responsibility to defend her. Reed now wants to file, wants to file an official claim against the prosecution for allowing Charlemagne to cut a plea deal and dismiss the charge of criminal sexual conduct with a minor. The 32 year old woman says there's no, there was no investigation done to bring justice and claims Charlemagne continues to violate me on the radio, in his book, and on social media. Um, yeah, that's the thing. When one person's been allowed to tell their side of the story forever and the other person doesn't have a platform, this is also what happens like at some point with the internet now everybody gets a chance to tell their their song Mm -hmm. you know um anyway um it doesn't like it they're even thinking about opening this case again so i don't i don't think that's gonna happen Mm -mm. which i never thought would happen like i said nobody gets canceled i don't think he's gonna lose any opportunity i I don't even think that was even on the table yep
2: nobody gets canceled y'all
1: even the whole the the clips people were playing they're popular clips he's been talking about this shit forever like how you expect some new outrage and some shit that's old, like it, it's something that's old that he talked about. That like you're not gonna get it, you know. So like the vigorous defense of him was kind of unnecessary because no, he's not going nowhere. Nope. You know, um, court records posted online. Uh, finally, somebody put this paperwork out and I got to see it myself. But it shows that Charlemagne the guy's DNA didn't match accuser's rape kit. What they won't tell you uh in this case is that no dna was found on her although the medical examiner did uh say that evidence of a sexual assault like the like injuries from a sexual assault were were present and so she was likely sexually assaulted according to the injuries she received yet at the same time there was no dna from anybody recovered on her so the absence of dna does not indicate there was no sexual assault come on it also doesn't indicate that not that who who if you don't know who did it it doesn't necessarily mean it didn't happen and if you don't know who did it it doesn't necessarily mean it couldn't have been him that being said you know at least he was telling the truth about dna having quote-unquote cleared him in the way that most people understand it via law and order and shit like that um but yeah um uh they talked to uh expert um dna evidence who explained uh people expect dna or scientific evidence in every case and the reality is it doesn't exist in most cases sangamon county assistant state's attorney Cheryl essenberg said in a report by the illinois coalition against sexual assault it's very much the exception villanova university law professor michelle anderson echoed essenberg's argument that leap is a misunderstanding of what dna can and can't prove dna can prove sex occurred dna can't prove that sex didn't occur um so yeah there you go I, like i said i don't think um he'll i don't think anything was ever going to happen to him Mm -hmm. um but um you know uh he's he's rallied the the troops on this joint and he's gonna be good oh yeah um even to the point of you know getting his wife on the phone and uh it's so wild because all these are basically self self self-owned like he did this to himself and um nobody can like people are gonna say he like got accused or targeted but like he legit told everybody this shit already and then people go i can't believe y'all are upset about this no i can't believe y'all listened to this shit for three years ago and never crossed your mind that it was kind of fucked up um last one chloe Dijkstra said she chose not to participate in chris hardwick investigation so chris harwick it has been reinstated as amc's talking dead host and I'm, mm-hmm. sh- I'm sure he'll be at the next san diego comic con and all that stuff mm-hmm. um the investigation apparently was handled by a firm that is like i don't know if they they're owned by his wife's like family and shit the Hearst, the Hearst are very very rich they own everything so you know i don't know exactly how um how the investigation took place uh any of the stuff but part of the reason that I'm sure he was kind of cleared is because she did not want to participate partially because she said she didn't want to talk to people who she felt like weren't going to believe her in the first place Um and because she also said from the beginning I think everybody skipped over in the essay she was not out to ruin his career or like to injure him she was out to tell her side of the story and I think with a lot of social media and a lot of um the whole outrage shit, people want a quote-unquote justice that's kind of like some, hey, this thing happened, let's go get this guy. And it's weird because in a space where we talk about what do the people, what do survivors want? What about, what does um justice look like to the person who had to deal with it? Not to all of us on the outside with the pitchforks but what does it look like well in her first initial post on medium she said she wasn't trying to hurt him in that kind of way she needed him to recognize her truth and that was it and we went now nah, he need to lose his job we need to make sure that he you know he doesn't work again i you know what maybe he should go to jail but it was it was really not about her it was about everybody else um if we're being honest agreed um at any rate um she didn't participate with the um investigation which is a third party investigation conducted you know that by a firm amc hired and i still don't know what happens in these third party investigations Mm -mm. like there's no transparency on this so you don't know what they do you don't know their findings yeah even when they tell you they are suspending somebody i never really know why they chose to do it or not do it unless they tell us like right there's cases where like you know with Tavis Smiley like they came out and said well this he did this this and this with um but with certain people it's just like we investigated and he's back on the air and you're like well what did you investigate what did you find and also I mean I I understand it's delicate because let's say you do not find enough evidence or you don't find enough to to fire this dude and, and in all earnest you did your best and you couldn't find enough and you did it like nobody else came forward to say he abused them uh you look at correspondence between the two of them and it's and it's not you know uh as one-sided as is presented or you know these voicemails and stuff that she said she has she won't let you listen to them what do you do as an employer well you're fired because you were accused and that's really all we got well now i'm gonna get sued and i'm probably gonna fucking lose because they're gonna be like correct the company Ryan. yeah they're gonna be like well you never proved that he did any of this shit the person that said he did it won't talk to you get come up off that dough then you know it's a very it's like it's a very gray area for some of this shit and even in ways that people don't want it to be unfortunately every case isn't gonna be you know law and order and shit Mm-mm. Uh, most let me go cases the, ain't like that yeah let me go to the next section real quick Oh, sorry okay. but um yeah so i mean i could kind of understand the frustration of us on the outside being like but i don't like this dude and i think he needs to go and he the shit she said about him was really damning and i believe what she said i don't think someone just makes some shit like that up
2: mm-hmm.
1: even with all that we're not in a position of having to prove that shit in the way a company would be right um like the company like amc may be under more pressure to actually go out and prove what happened i think you need to go to session two Remember. still doing that yes my bad um alright so so yeah I do wonder about that um if she feels like I don't trust these people but also if I do work with these people and they end up getting rid of dude that's not what I wanted um so yeah she said I chose not to participate in the investigation against the person I spoke of I do not believe in an I for not therefore I've only shared my evidence with those who I felt should see it um, she wrote that she shared her story so that people who have suffered emotional abuse might not feel so alone. If that's all she wanted, I don't know what else to say. That's the thing she wanted. And th- I don't, I'm not 100% sure what AMC is even supposed to do with that. Now, she did say she tried to get closure from him directly by texting him. And she said those text messages were chopped up and sent to TMZ and it ended up on a, a site that basically made it look like, made her look the, in the worst light possible. Like, oh, she's just, you know, she's just, out here, which totally fits into the emotional abuse narrative. Um But I'm also like, what do you do if you have an employee and a company and I'm like, I need to see your phone. I don't need to see your private text messages. Is there a legal grounds where I can do that? Right. If like it's I, business, I don't if it's know Not
2: job related what the fuck
1: i like these are questions that come up because i don't know the answer like okay, it's not every person gonna say no fuck you no i
2: know you will not look through my personal shit this is not your company owned
1: shit that you monitor all the time yeah like i don't think um like i know like i know that he i never expected him to be quote-unquote canceled anyway mm-hmm. uh, this what we covered now three stories today maybe four of people that oh my god they're gonna be canceled they still working they absolutely fine so everybody no, can calm the fuck right. down nobody gets canceled y'all nobody but um i didn't expect them to be canceled or anything like that i didn't expect them to really lose anything i knew it would be very hard to prove especially if they didn't have a paper trail of that blacklist shit which is the most work-related thing they can probably prove Hmm. um but i didn't know she didn't work with them at all and i don't know what like people are dissing AMC and i'm like i don't 100% sure how that and maybe people understand what these third party investigations look like and i'm i just don't know but i don't know how you prove something as not a legal like you're not a an investigative police force or something where you can compel people to be like you must cooperate to the fullest extent we want to see everything your phones we want to see your voicemails like i don't know what you do when you're doing that and then on the other side the person who is a survivor of the shit is like i'm not talking to y'all so but i but you said you have evidence that will show that he did blank blank and blank and we want to you know get this dude out the pain if you're you know if he's gonna be out here doing this stuff yeah well i don't know to tell you i'm not showing you shit i don't know what you do like it's just it sounded very open and shut to a lot of people on um, social media you know especially if you already don't fuck AMC with the dude
2: sticking with chris oh. hardwick following an internal right. investigation into allegations of sexual assault and emotional abuse
1: that is amazing that just started playing it was sitting there the whole time anyway um, yeah i don't know i mean i still believe what she said so i just don't know what you do i don't have i don't have to the hang up of having to worry about what a what my company's legal recourse would be All right? so it's easy for me to say i believe her just let the nigga go i don't have to make that fucking decision or deal with that shit in courts or money or any of that shit um so and i and from my understanding the family he's married into has a shit ton of money and stuff too so i could even see amc being like nope not worth the hassle Mm-mm. if we can't prove it we gonna have to let them stay agreed in the meantime vet nicole brown will now only be temporarily hosting uh one episode of talking dead and then he's gonna be back for the main show
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the whole thing I, the whole time i just keep thinking about all those people on twitter and stuff harassing folks jumping in their mentions to defend chris harwick he didn't lose shit What? Well, what i just don't understand that side of things you know what are you harassing folks for he don't need your help he's good he got fucking celebrities coming out saying sign a petition he didn't do nothing are you sure that he needs your five tweets you need to be harassing people that go ah something's up with chris harwick you gotta that's what you gotta do all these niggas end up just fine all right um i did say i was gonna skip fucking with black people but when you said that stuff about the black men having uh having a low bar and being able to keep cooking but not black women Mm -hmm. it reminded me of this story i'm not gonna play the music or anything but this is the appeal of the breakfast club and I've, i've been thinking about this for a while now and i figured it out probably last week i finally could put the words to it so sherry shepherd went on uh the breakfast club and um i'm not gonna play the clip or anything but she said that her son doesn't like black girls because they're mean Mm -hmm. sherry shepherd now she's also like a flat earther she's also said stuff about publicly about not wanting to be involved with her son's life because she hated his father so much just shit that like i said the bar is low for certain niggas if they want it to be like like we talk about black excellence a lot and black excellence is beautiful and whatnot there's there's some black like mediocrity shit making waves in the, the tv show market and whatnot in, in entertainment because it's not threatening to black to white people when black people are clearly not doing being that sharp like you know a steve harvey can can be celebrated uh sherry shepard can be celebrated wendy williams can be celebrated in this kind of non-threatening almost minstrelsy what fashion of like yeah they're not they're not that smart and they'll just say anything and they they, they're sassy you know and they they just kind of like that vibe like people will tune in and support them you know and and it's kind of like yeah well he might not be that smart but i kind of like that he's not that smart he doesn't make me feel stupid like when i see president obama talking about something and i get irrationally angry and want to vote for a racist anyway sherry shepherd visited the breakfast club and they talked about her discussion of her ex-husband and all of her sh- shenanigans her desire to get back into dancing blah, blah blah damn this really is like a press release who put this out mad noir all right anyway uh <laughs> it's like they took the synopsis and just copied it in there it even said we at some point i'm man listen I wonder how much connect Charlemagne, The Breakfast Club, Revolt, and all that has with these black blogs and shit. Because the way they covered all this shit was like white people just didn't care, mm-hmm. but the way black people covered it, it was really like kind of. Mm-hmm. How much influence do they have between this shit and that Nicki Minaj shit? It make you wonder like how much of this is just bullshit. Like your opinion is already bought and paid for. You can't be out here talking independently or free because somebody got to be bankrolling Because you don't know who knows who who has a relationship with who. You don't know who fucking who. You don't know. Yeah, you know, like what interviews are you trying to get? Like I don't know how it works, but I don't know. It scares. It scares me. Anyway, so she uh has a thirteen year old son, Jeffrey, who uh some people were bringing up that he's autistic. I'm not 100 how sure how it relates to this specific story but i'll go into the story um so a 13 year old son jeffrey goes to a predominantly white school he told his mother that he doesn't like black girls because he thinks they're mean he shared one incident where he was speaking to a black girl and she moved her neck he likes these. He like these girls, and there's not that many little black girls at his school. And he came in and said, "Mommy, I like white girls because it's only a couple of black girls." I learned a lot about men from my son. The little black girls get mean with him. Sometimes they don't want to speak. Sometimes they act crazy, and he's like, "Why they act so crazy?" And I'm like, "I don't know." So I keep trying to tell the little girls to be nicer, so he can come towards you. Start, call like you got
0: most. My reaction is angry, sad, and disappointed.
1: Why? Why? I just. How does that what you get out of that? And I'll tell you how. That's the black male privilege that we talk about when people go black men ain't got no privilege the cops will kill us okay but in our own culture in our own race there's male privilege that still exists the idea that the problem is little black girls must be mean because they won't talk to her son and she goes and talks to these other people's children and says y'all not being nice enough to this black boy and he gonna end up dating white girls and it's your fault that's crazy to me um this is why I'm
2: glad I ain't got no kids cause you bring your ass over there talking to my daughter we me and you gonna have
1: personal it's gonna be It's gonna be 100% fucking personal we will fall the fuck out right then and there I will put a nail in your motherfucking tire for talking to my kid like this
2: mm, bitch if you don't get the fuck out of my face it could be your child
1: right don't don't even bring that bullshit um but yes he says sometimes they don't want to speak sometimes they act crazy and he's like why they act so crazy i'm like i don't know so i keep trying to tell the little girls to be nicer so he can come towards you but the other girls see him and they go hey jeffrey my other girl she means white and they want to feel his hair like a fucking chia pet he said they're nicer and camille she always moves with her neck she said don't talk to me today jeffrey i don't want that flower and i said unfortunately jeffrey that's going to last your whole life that's just how we are our neck moves
2: yeah and it sounds like she got some personal issues too like 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 you
1: like this this rose deeper than that child one the energy you get back from black women and anybody you pursue romantically is about the energy you put out period so if you talking about somebody being mean to you and it's a whole category of people then you a whole category of biggie because that's why the fuck they responded to you like that that's simple black women don't like me uh, you might be a uh, approaching black women in an unlikable fucking manner and guess what black people are human they respond in kind you talking about all the black girls don't like your ass come on man that's on you at some point that's on you that's on you, and, 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 and,
2: and it just really upsets me. Because, not to get off topic, this this validates that funky-ass, crusty-ass, nerd-ass dudes that be out here just because you play fucking Nintendo and watch some goddamn Naruto, you extra special, special, special dude, and you a fucking ass to women, black women. And then you be like, well, black women just don't get me. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you. The problem is you. The problem is not these women. The problem is you. You don't wash your ass. You're crusty. Don't nobody want you. You got a funky ass attitude and you don't know how to talk to women, but because I get an attitude because I don't want you, I'm the problem. Fuck you.
1: And the thing is, what your response right now is a justifiably emotional, angry response, right? Motherfuckers will take that and be like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Black women mean. Like that's that's the shit that's wild. Is motherfuckers will say insulting shit to black women and right. be like, I can't believe she had the nerve to be insulted by me being insensitive mean vitriolic misogynistic towards her wow really you gonna see this why i fuck with white girls oh i can't believe that made you mad just now
2: and 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 the, the most insulting part of that is when you say that it's insulting to white women too because guess what white women guess what they are they're goddamn women too they get attitudes just like we do they don't take shit just like we do we won't you know i don't know why people have this fucking myth when it comes to white women That white women's pussy is just free and they just sucking all the dicks in the world that's
1: not true either they're goddamn human beings i'll throw one more out there these white women still dangerous as fuck like right you talk about black women being mean white women call the police on us we've been having a whole summer of just white women freestyling calling the police on us for doing shit that was not illegal We've been dealing with that shit all so. It's been a. It's a joke at this point. Oh, it's permit potty. Oh, it's pool permit Paula. Oh, it's like it's it's so common that we now have names. That's, but yet somehow that doesn't count as mean. For four hundred years, motherfuckers have partaken in the spoils of our oppression and our stolen labor and our bodies, and yet they're not mean meanwhile the partners in that fucking struggle are mean well maybe if we didn't covet white supremacy and patriarchy as black men you wouldn't be looking at the partners in your struggle and going you mean some motherfuckers just see that shit in your eyes and that's why they come off mean because it's like "Dog, you're putting me down as you look at me you already look at me as you're looking at me with the same idealist uh ideals is the people that look at me and go you're subpar you're not on my same level and you would then uphold that same patriarchy and racism on me and be like white girls that do this white girls better white and then go i don't know why these sisters be so mean it's crazy they expect but they expect subservience out of black women right rather than respecting them and then getting that respect back and i'm talking about when i'm saying love and whatever in pursuit I'm not just talking about romantic or sexual or lust mm-hmm. cause all that shit is fleeting and it's not necessarily the same as like genuinely seeing somebody as your sister genuinely seeing somebody as a friend genuinely seeing somebody as a full fleshed out human being who also happens to be a black woman or a black femme or black and gay or black whatever the fuck to be able to look at them and just be like yeah I respect you because we are human beings and we should respect each other as opposed to in this case I'm just trying to Uh, romantically pursue these girls at my school and they're so mean to me mom you know like do you even see them as human beings because let's say that the black girls at his school are mean to him let's say today for some let's just make up a scenario where they, they randomly don't fuck with this dude right and it's no no fault of his own do you know them as friends do you talk to them as classmates do you talk to them not trying to give them a flower but just you know their name and they're cool that's it does that ever cross people's mind because a lot of times we talk about these discussions only in we frame it in romance oh black man trying to need to pursue and partner and marry and this that and other i'm saying just as a fucking human being there's a lot of people in interracial relationships that don't hate their brothers and sisters right so it's possible so i my question then becomes when it does turn out that motherfuckers are rejecting you specifically and it's a group of people rejecting you how come the fault never relies with the individual who is being rejected like it never is on the black dude that goes these black women mean to me it's always on black women subsequently i know it's hypocritical because when you flip it and there's a black woman saying black dudes don't like me we always say it's her fault nobody ever goes well, you know, black men are, you know, mean and they they're 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 thugs and they don't really they just want white women. They don't want your black ass. When we flip it that way, punk fuckers will be like, that's the most anti-black shit you've ever said in your life. Why would you say that about our men? Women will say it even. You know? So like, it's on it's funny how it's always on the black girls to somehow accept you no know, whatever kind of nigga this is cuz I don't know her son. But it's always on them to accept whatever kind and not just accept romantically accept like not to just be friends with not to just be a, uh, hey you know what i don't want to fuck roderick but i'll uh, i'll hang out with him on the bus uh he's fun at parties no 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 no, no. if you don't want to fuck me you're mean what the fuck does that mean
2: right and and the thing is if you are an ain't shit nigga you're gonna be an ain't shit nigga to a sister you're gonna be an ain't
1: shit nigga to that white woman you just gonna be ain't shit yeah i just it's just but like i said she'll go right back to her daytime talk show the radio show the bar for black people in a lot of people because of racism in a sad way because of racism because it's not true equality where it's Mm -hmm. like well they're mediocre at their job but so is every white person and well well, black person shouldn't lose their job for being mediocre no they always have to be mediocre in a particular way that appeases white supremacy always You know it's not no you don't have these motherfuckers with platforms that are like some revolutionary black person but they sometimes get their shit wrong like it don't work that way it only works for the motherfuckers that are like nah these white people are right black girls ain't shit i'm like oh let's give her let's give her a raise she's doing a good job right black women need to step their game up like tommy lauren oh that dude needs an HBO show that's what we that's the energy we need to bring on to a national stage uh that's that's just it's just wild it's telling but um Yeah, I couldn't believe she... When I read that, I was just like, this is the most self-hating-ass shit I've ever seen in my life.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then when her mentions of social media get blown up, she's not gonna look at it like, you're the problem for saying it. Mm -hmm. You know, and instead of using it as a teachable moment for your child, because a lot of parents probably deal with that because of white supremacy. It was a beautiful teachable moment gabrielle union did it and everybody act like she was fucking insane and what was wrong with her for telling her sons that they are beautiful women of all colors people hit her mentions up like she was wrong Mm
1: -hmm. i don't remember i don't know the details of that i've seen people have issues with that I, i haven't even looked into that one i know some about colorism and saying that these girls are beautiful and stuff and i saw people saying it wasn't enough and all that shit so
2: well, you know nothing. Some, you know, for some people, they they perfect parents. You know, because yeah. you t- you let the internet tell it. Some parents never fuck up ever, ever, ever. They always say it. it's like a fucking Disney story in their household at all times. You let some parents tell it.
1: Yeah, Leonard Brothers' ass did not cover it on Balls Deep. Nah, we talked about that. Sh- we you know we was rushing through stories near the end because uh, I have a heart out it too now. <laughs> but uh, we talked about it a little bit, but I didn't go into the retorts of it and some of the stuff where people were like even though she trying to help this isn't very helpful and shit like that so i and you know i didn't want to get into it because there's certain topics on the show on ballsy all this shit where them academics can have those discussions and fight about that shit but i don't really believe in the merits of some of those discussions um or even the intentions of some because sometimes niggas just need to have like a way to get their tweets off and get a lane that nobody else is talking about so we can't just be like oh that's good that she's trying to do blank we have to be like not only is it not good enough but this is why it's actually harmful and I'm like alright well it's whatever I'm not even trying to argue with you you got it and other people than me will have that discussion with you but not me Uh anyway uh, that was not um, planned to do that fucking with black people but 100
2: oh yes yes A yeah. uh, uh, 100 <laughs> and she said other problematic things she on said the show. earth was flat like you right. don't and, know and like she, and, yeah. she, and she the one that went on the air about talking about hair and shit like that one time before yeah she did and and uh end up having to come back and apologize she has like in- internal problems that right, actually come out on the air
1: you want to know what bothers me the most karen i think i've come, i think i've just talking about this with you i've kind of reached the point why where i where i why i feel bothered by the second chances that these niggas specifically get it's because the second chances always come at our expense right like they never go on the air and slip up and say something fucked up about white people because they lose their goddamn job it never happens it always comes at the expense of some other black people whether it's other black women whether it's black men whether it's black culture it's always like whether it's black gay people, it's always somebody else, but they never would slip up and say some shit that would really cause ripples and waves amongst white folks. They just don't. And so they continue to win, but that these like, man, I gotta say, I fucked up last week, and I just need to apologize. It's always our shit. Like, it's always like, yeah, I came out and said black women is mean and, and stupid, well hey hey he apologized and uh we gotta move on guys all right we need to stop holding grudges people need to grow we need to give them space yeah but that's only if they want to acknowledge it because they don't have to publicly acknowledge it they can just let people get in their ass online and ignore it i'm talking about the ones where they publicly acknowledge it apologize and come back it's always some shit for black folks of course it's never some other it's never the other way Mm-hmm. like like none of, they would never go on the air and slip up and say all republicans are racist or something like that and then have to come back and be like well look i i was i did not mean that all republicans are racist um and i picked my words uh poorly and i apologize to people that was offended they would never venture to, to go that far because they can see the nuance in these white folks but when it's us they're quick to be like look black women just They don't be uh working for themselves that's why tommy lauren is out here hustling and they just sitting at home hating they don't want to be like her next week they on the show i apologize I, you know i said some things that are and they get that second chance and niggas still fuck with them and everything like it's because we don't really feel like we have much choice or this is why i was getting to it the breakfast club thing i'm glad i kept talking um the breakfast club allows people to be their worst selves and that's why the fuck is still around and that's why uh is going to be untouchable, Angela Yee uh Angela Yee's untouchable, uh DJ Envy's untouchable. They they allow people, it's the universal thing that they they've reached that is beyond um it's beyond everything else. You allow people to be the worst of themselves at all times and if they want to judge you that's fine. But one day they will be with you because everybody has a bottom. Everybody has a negative thing inside of them. Your guests go on there, and the negative is a spectacle. Right. So when your guests go on there, like these quotes that we're reading right now, they always come out of this place. Like not every single interview, but like a lot of these, like who said what? And you look at the article, and it's like so-and-so went on The Breakfast Club and said blank. Yeah, you don't see him coming from other. You don't. You don't
2: see you know it coming from white publications like mm-mm.
1: yeah I mean it's just it's universal among that sector like that and that's why they appeal to so many people I'm not even judging I'm really mm-hmm. not I swear to God I'm not judging it, it may sound judgy I'm not judging It. it's one of the things that makes humans human is we all have some negative shit some vitriol in us and we want to spit it out in the world and it hurts people and it's harmful and it's mean and we can be ignorant and we want to be proud in our ignorance and parade it around like I don't give a fuck about blank. and you're like well you just hurt a lot of people's feelings by not giving a fuck I don't care about that shit you know like we like that yeah we live in a dragging area some of us say people love a good quote unquote drag it don't they don't even really drag people on that show not on that show you so it's not it's it's actually the opposite it's like you can't get dragged really on that show and people that are brilliant minds and scholars go on that show mm-hmm. and they will sit there and let them say the worst fucking things and the most ignorant uninformed things under the guise of this is what the common man is thinking and more importantly this is what they want to hear you know what i mean like they straight up will be like hey look um i just don't understand why why these dudes gotta be kissing like i don't need all that shit in my face you can just say that on that show and it's like well it's the one space where you can say that and maybe somebody says something back to you or maybe they don't but it gets to get said and that shit is intoxicating the people it's the the opioid of the masses and there's a lot of people that believe it and stand by it people love that shit it's a lot of people that claim not to love it that do love it yes they do
2: it's like they, it's they private secrets and shit like that it's the only numbers don't lie
1: yeah it's the only thing that makes sense is there's a lot of people who say i don't fuck with this unless they do an interview with so-and-so i don't fuck with this uh but i check it out you know in the background and every day or whatever you know i don't really listen to this shit but i'll check out the youtube when they put it up just occasionally a lot of people are lying they are you know and so that's one of the reasons i don't feel so like i can't talk about them nigga they talk about everybody get the fuck out of here They to you fuck up see your business don't be on the streets so like it is it is what it is when it comes to this shit but it's just funny that um that ignorance is more powerful i think than anything else because it's easier to sell and it's easier to get eyes on And as long as you can make people um feel like here's a place where either a you can come judge us you know shout out to um sorry for bothering you it's uh sorry to bother you it's what two three weeks out now that tv show is sorry to bother you that shit was deep where they just put Mm -hmm. people out there and they torture them and and make and make make like people tune in to watch these people be humiliated on the air yes that's kind of what that show can be like that's kind of what Breakfast Club can be a lot of shit Whitney Williams a lot of this entertainment shit can be just that like a lot of reality shows and there's a human part of us that wants to see that spectacle but once again I, I I reiterate I am not even judging because I get this is it just the way I see the human condition I don't think there's nothing that can be done about it from the time motherfuckers was watching Gladiators in Pits it's always been some i want to see this other person suffer for my entertainment and if that means feigning this being outraged at janet mock going on there and being ridiculed and then the next like being asked very invasive mean questions and then the next day being ridiculed on the air uh out after she's left if if that means you're gonna be entertained you'll pretend to be shocked and flabbergasted and all this shit knowing that that's their track record you'll continue to watch and that's the secret that he knows and everybody else knows and it's why they can't be quote-unquote canceled you will continue to watch even though you say you don't you'll continue to to spread the word man like i like i just don't know how i don't know another way to put it and i know people might disagree or think it's not kind it's the fucking truth a lot of people that claim they don't fuck with them, fuck with them for real. And, and it's, and it's evident in who goes on the show. It's evident on who live, like talks about the show afterwards. Or Oh, and, and, and a lot of this, uh, thankfully a lot of this was illuminated to me via this latest controversy because how many motherfuckers came out and was like, Oh, he been talked about that. I'm like, wait, you been listening to this nigga for 10 years? You remember this shit? You weren't bothered by it? Interesting like you have accepted it as normal so much you're bothered by other people being bothered by it like we all listen together no you're the one who listened to all that shit and we were like yo this that's kind of like not a good thing to be saying and telling people and laughing about and you're going you fucking weirdos i can't believe y'all making big deal of this i'm sorry it got by your sensors and it wasn't a big deal but it's a big deal to a lot of people that don't fuck with that dude or don't listen to that shit you know but i i think there's enough people that support people like him people like chris harwick um who by the way of course would never be stupid enough to say these things mm-hmm. um uh people like sherry shepherd there's enough people that support them they gonna they gonna get that so yeah i'm not surprised at all man um all right let's get into sword ratchetness because we need to wrap up i know it's the middle of the day but we've already gone over two hours and you know can't do this forever
0: like people! Wah! Wah! Puerto Rico! Wah! Wah! <laughs> if you love hip-hop, make noise! If you
2: love hip-hop, make noise! The time break is over, y'all. <laughs> time to go back to work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah! Ah!
1: portsmouth portsmouth police had uh, arrested a knife-wielding man at gunpoint police had their hands full with an, arrest, with, with an arrest at crossing court home uh early wednesday morning uh about 1 a.m they got called for a report of a fight at a home they arrived and a man had a large hunting knife oh aka a. 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 a sword police said they appear it appeared that he was intoxicated his name was richard j pinkham 47 years old what and he told the police he he held the knife in an aggressive manner at that point police officers at the scene drew their handguns and ordered him to drop the knife which he did when police said pinkham exposed himself and ran towards a large sword he had embedded in the ground oh god he dropped a knife and picked up a bigger sword jesus
0: police said the officer tased
1: him and subdued him uh he was examined at the scene by emergency rescue crew he did not require to be taken to the hospital uh the original complaint that drew officers to the scene said they learned pinkham allegedly grabbed the throat of a 48 year old local woman during a fight police say he was a she was able to break free and call police arnold said no other injuries were reported Pinkham was taken into police custody on charges of domestic assault by strangulation and having a weapon other than a firearm in his possession he was expected to appear later in newport district court Mm-mm-mm. that is a lot Mm mm. Uh, alright guys, it's time for us to get out of here. We appreciate all y'all for listening. We do.
0: Linden!
1: We're happy to give you the remix of the show in the middle of the, the day. Uh, the day, okay? It was fun. From... Where Brooklyn is Brooklyn, Brooklyn at, at? Brooklyn. by the way? Brooklyn. Is Brooklyn the house in the chat room? Brooklyn. Where Brooklyn at?
2: Brooklyn.
1: Is East of Harlem or? no i don't know where queens where at i don't know we don't actually know where i, I, I
2: actually is. don't know what suburb I, yeah. I i don't know we've never a been borough there. my bad you know i don't know nothing about that place we've never been in new york so mm-hmm. i don't i don't
1: actually know where it's at okay guys where i mean? did but i was a kid i don't remember uh,
0: uh, yes
1: yes what uh all right guys that's it until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.